Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome, everybody. My name is Mark. This is Catfish and Crappie. And tonight's show, as always, is called Nightlines Live. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's always nice to see everybody in chat. Um, Today's guest, (laughs) with, with no introduction needed, Quentin Robbins from Mid South Outdoors. How you doing, Quentin? I'm doing great, sir. Good to good to see I'm you. So, Glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Uh, what we usually do here is uh, I'll go through and give everybody shouts out that's in chat. They uh, love to hear it. I love to give them some credit because uh, without them, I wouldn't be here. So let's see who's in chat tonight, real quick. Hopefully, with us won't take too long. We got a couple crosses fishing. Hello, Betty. How are you? Uh, Catfish head hunters. Norm. Norm is fishing in the one versus one tomorrow. Uh, make sure you tune in that. We'll talk about that later. Catfish weekly. What's going on, Lyle? Country boy catfishing. How you doing? Creole catfishing. What's going on, Jeremy? Uh, glad you can make it. Finn Seeker TV. Finn, what's up, buddy? How you doing, Jeremy? Uh, fishing with Big Mike. Fishing with the Chad. What's up, Chad? Uh, uh, one of the other important ladies in the room. We got always. There's a lot of important ladies in the room. We got get hooked on D's fishing. Uh, we got Betty and D are great, great supporters of the show. D, you're awesome. Hagen Grubbs fishing. What's going on, Hagen? Thanks for tuning in. Jim Do- James Dockery fishing. Jason Blackburn. He is also uh, competing in our little one versus one tomorrow. Um, Mad Catter Catfishing. Maurice Kaysen, a big supporter of everybody's show. Uh, Sampy, Mike Sampson, what's going on? Mo Creek Fishing, what's up, Rob? Muscat Adventures, what's going, Roger? Roger will be competing. We're not doing a one versus one tomorrow, guys. We're doing a team versus team. They approached me with this idea, and we ran with it. Um, Nebraska Wildcats, One Ton Fishing Club, what's going on, gentlemen? Um, Papa Ed, Ryan Bortz, Blue Collar Fishing, Sunfish Assassins, becoming a regular in the room, Alan, Alan Pircelia, Pircelia, please forgive me for mispronouncing your name, uh, but thank you for being here. Um, Quentin. Yes, sir. Me and Quentin were actually just talking backstage a little bit, and it turns out that we spent a good part of our lives about literally a block away from one another unbelievable that is so strange man and 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 it's funny how you know it things go around and 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 my parents just well quick story short uh turns out that we had a summer place very near where uh um Quentin grew up in uh, central indiana turns out we were probably a block away of that from one another the whole time so pretty yeah, cool so- stuff Let's figure out the year. I'm, I'm, I believe I'm 44 this year, and I, I was there uh, from about age five to about age 12. So, how, how would that line up for you? We were there. I was there probably in a probably from 81 until like until those big floods came over that way, and that my parents never got a chance to rebuild. So it's been a little while since we've been out there, but we probably did overlap. So. Wow, that's, that's weird. Yeah, if you've ever heard me talking about my days where I pretty much lived out of a canoe or uh-huh. 
where I spent all my time on my bicycle, mm-hmm. carrying my fishing rod in my mouth and my tackle bag in my hand. I mean, it was right there, running those gravel roads, pet, yep. uh, trespassing in that pond that was right across the street from where you lived. Right. You know, here's a here's a secret. You would never trespass. And those people let everybody fish they wanted to in there. Oh, I got kicked out plenty of times. Oh, man, they used to welcome it. They never had problems with us fishing over there. I used to fish with the people that own the place. But regardless, that was so weird. It, it goes to prove that how small, you know, this whole catfish YouTube community is. You never know you're, who you're going to run into until you start, start talking to one another. Um, all right, Quentin. So uh, how long have you been doing YouTube? We're going to start with the general questions. We're going we're to make like uh, uh, the people here don't know you, which I doubt that happens to be the the case but let's start from scratch how'd you get involved in youtube well um like so many of us i saw things on uh other fishing channels that that made me want to change my game up and hit bigger waters and so i started building a boat because i don't know my background has always been if you can't buy it build it and so that's what i did um i had never really been on the mississippi river and the boat that I had wasn't going to do it. And so I started building the boat, not planning to be on YouTube. But um, I got over a course of months, I got the boat built and I started hitting the, the Mississippi. And despite the challenges, the frustration and the danger, I fell in love with it. And I was like, man, I got to put this out there. This, I just, you know, there's just, I love it. So I wanted to share it. You know, that's just kind of. I think that goes hand in hand when you find something you're passionate about. Generally, you want to you tell people about it. And um, I won't be bashful. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a monetary value to it. A friend of mine had been working me over. He's like, man, all this stuff, I'd take it in fishing. And he was like, you know, you could do a good YouTube channel and you could make money. And I thought, all right, well, let's be partners. Because I, I didn't, I had no technology or knowledge of it. And he did. Mm-hmm. And so we, man, we were going to, man, we were going to be the next YouTube millionaires. Right. And, uh, he lasted about four episodes, <laughs> four, four little videos. And he was out, we weren't making money. So he was out. And, um, that's how it started. Um, that's why I have the generic name of mid South outdoor life. And here we are, like I said, probably close to four years later, I've kind of found my groove. And, um, you know, no partner. I'm not a millionaire, but, you know, makes a little revenue and I enjoy making videos. I thought everybody that was on YouTube was a millionaire. Yeah, that's what they say. I'm, I don't think it's true, though. I don't. I, I, I have to agree with you on that. That's a pretty cool story. Um, so the boat you're talking about, is that the pontoon boat you used for the longest time, the one you built? That's right. Okay, that, that was a real cool boat. I really like that. And uh, I, I always said to myself, that's got to be quite the pontoon boat to, to handle the Mississippi River. Um, and I even thought so even more. Um, I finally got out on the Mississippi for the first time this year. I have a small boat. I have like a 16-foot Lund um, Fury, which is like their version of a panfish boat. Let me see if I can get rid of a little bit of echo here. And uh, I took that boat out there, and I found my first wing dike. I got behind that. I, I, I found my first whirlpool. That wasn't very exciting. Well, actually, it was very exciting. I, I, let me change that. And uh, I, I can understand your, your passion for being out there because I kind of have plans already to go this year. 
um, mm-hmm. this summer and get back out on there. It was just a, something to be reckoned. I, I get carried away whenever I talk about it. It was that much of an experience for me. Um, all right, cool. So you right now are you fished the Mississippi mainly. You were you were telling me you're you're pretty close, correct? Yeah, uh, I mean it's an hour drive for me to get to any ramp on the Mississippi, but uh, Arkansas has terrible regulations. I get a lot of echo. I don't know if you can hear it, but I hear myself. I, I, I cannot, but we'll try and get that fixed. Um, Arkansas has really really poor regulations for catfish, and so so many places that. I would otherwise go in Arkansas. They're just terrible. So um, it's worth it to me to always drive to the Mississippi um, unless I'm fishing creeks and ditches that don't mm-hmm. get you know, beat to death by the general public. They're not so affected by those, those poor regulations we have here in our state. And so it's kind of like I like the opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I like the big river, but, you know, my roots are small waters so i really like that as well yeah i was gonna say that's quite a change from the the waterway we were talking about in central indiana to the mississippi river quite you know yeah you're you're looking at a creek compared to that so well if even a creek more like a drainage ditch if you ask me compared to what i saw not not making fun of the waterway but you get what i'm saying in comparison an hour isn't too bad i mean i have to drive here and and where I live in Northern Illinois, I don't drive anywhere unless it takes an hour to get there. I mean, I can't drive anywhere. It usually takes about an hour to get there. So I'm fortunate enough to live right real close to the Fox river. So that's a 15 minute drive. But like last weekend, I, it was like an hour and 10 minutes to get way up North on the border. was well, the furthest chain for furthest lake on the chain up here is about an hour and 10 minutes. And that's one of the better lakes to fish. Um, I was up there last weekend, but regardless, I, I can understand the drive. Um, let's see. You had mentioned uh, you were uh, doing some. Did, did you want to start talking about some of the uh, direction you want to take your channel in? Well, kind of. Um, I'm not ready to let the cat all the way out of the bag, but okay. Uh, basically, yeah, there's going to be some changes. Uh, a new channel name, all new logo, uh, more content. Last year, I, I honestly, I almost just stopped with YouTube. Um, I think I put out seven videos all of last year, and um, I'm ready to. I'm ready to, to. To I guess you could say kind of start fresh. So we got a new name, which I'll be announcing soon. New logo, a lot more content. Uh, I'll still be going after the same species. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the editing style that you've seen in my last few videos is going to carry forward. Uh, just more of it. And um, a name that to me is far more fitting, far less generic and far more fitting and far more personal to me. Uh, so, yeah, some changes. Very cool. I look forward to seeing all of that stuff. Um, so you did sell the pontoon boat, correct? Oh yeah, yes. You, you uh, did, and it. now you're and now you're running that smoker craft, correct? That's correct. And that was nominated for like fan favorite boat. Did you know that for gold uh, for the Golden Whiskers Awards? Yeah, I tuned in and watched the show. And yeah, I that, think, was, that was it. Uh, no, it was uh, Palmetto Cats, right? No, I'm trying to think who won the. Who oh, it was Roger, I believe. Yeah. 
There's a project yeah, Roger, I believe Roger did win that. Um, congratulations again to Roger. Uh, but I've been looking at boats, and I'm going to have to tell you that I've been looking at that smoker craft pretty hard, even before you had posted pictures of So, So I was really happy to see you in that boat and all the modifications you made and stuff. What are some of the things you did to it? Wow. Um, I actually just did a lot of stuff that I probably should have videoed. Um, you'd have to probably look close in my next video to, to recognize some of it. Mm -hmm. But when I initially got it, let's see, the first thing I did was I cut out the stock rod holders. Um, obviously, I built rod racks, put all my electronics in it. I had to completely wire it. Well, the stock wiring harness was there, but I had to do all my own gauges. Um, I had to put a motor on it because I bought it completely unrigged. I bought it during the mm -hmm. height of the pandemic. Okay. Uh, kind of a funny story. Um, I went to the probably the most locked down state in the country in the in the height of their lockdown during the state. Mm -hmm. of the but I used my truck camper that you see behind me. I didn't have so to. We'll go talk about that. I have. Mm -hmm. We had to set up a uh, a late night meeting to. Um, avoid authorities to get the boat. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, let's just say I, I, I literally picked it up on a border river between the U.S. and Canada in off hours. Wow, that's a story. I've been working on on the, the dealer for weeks. Uh-huh. And finally, he gave in to my, uh, my badgering. And I threw the camper in the truck and hammered down and drove all through the night. And that got there the next day, got it in full throttle out of that state on my way back home. So, uh, maybe too much details, but how did you get it plated and back? Or did you just throw, did they have a plate for you ready or a plate applied for sticker ready for you? What, for the trailer? For the trailer, yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably. All right, I let's not go there. Me. Let's not go there. I don't then. worry about those details. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, actually. I trigger those seals in my pond, too, 51,000 miles without a trigger tag. But I live in Arkansas. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, Jed Clampett still runs these roads. I don't doubt that for a bit. You mentioned, you keep mentioning Arkansas, and I spent a little time there, too, when I was a kid a long time ago. But that's another story. Um, all right, so you chase a lot of blue cats, correct? I do. Do you target flathead at all, channel cats, anything else, or is that your main uh, species target as far as catfish go? I do really like to go after flatheads a lot. Um, mm -hmm. To me, I'm only going to chase a, a channel cat if for some reason where I'm going, that's just what's there. Mm -hmm. But if I have the option, I'm going for flatheads and blues. And um, I like them equally. Uh, it's just, I guess where I'm at, well, for one thing, I'm a, I'm a 365 day a year fisherman. You know, I don't get 365 days a year, but I don't stop no matter how cold it is or how hot it is. And so about five months out of the year, flatheads aren't an option. They're, they're dormant where I'm at, you know, five months out of the year. The Mississippi gets really cold and it stays cold for a long time because of snowmen. So even on into well into April, there's a chance you're still going to have 30 something, well, low 40 degree water temps in April mm -hmm. from the snow melt, depending Same on here. how the snow's been, you know, far north. Up north, right. Whereas everywhere else in Arkansas, you might have, you know, it might be 58 degree water or 54 degree water, and you go to Mississippi and it's 
43. So we run into that same thing here. I imagine, I imagine that river gets cold just from all, like you were saying, the snow runoff and stuff, but yeah, our, our rivers up here, they're mid, mid April. They're still 42, 43, right? When they crack like 45 degrees is when they start moving. That's when we start actually getting the first couple ones here. So yeah, I totally get that. Um, but, but you, uh, blue cats. Well, obviously, Rogers killing the blue cats. A whole bunch of guys are killing the blue cats. So, uh, uh, water temp isn't that big a deal apparently for blues, correct? Right. It, you, you just have to be able to adapt to where they're at. You know, they're they're going to be doing drastically different things at different times of the year. It's kind of weird. Like you can actually find them in some of the same spots in the very middle of the summer and the worst parts of the winter. They might be in the exact same spots. It's those in between times where they're doing completely different things. And, you know, really to me, a lot of it comes down to just finding the right current because mm -hmm. they might be in between 50 and 80 feet of water in the end of August and also in February, but they're going to be in different current levels during those times. So, and then the other problem on my river is the amount of change that we have. I never see the same river twice. Yeah. It's, or I've seen complete islands. There, there was islands that I would go and park on and walk on and explore on when I started fishing that river that aren't even there. They don't even exist. They had trees on them. They're totally gone. And then, likewise, areas that were, let's say, a gravel bar that would have three foot of water on it when I started, now they're 15 feet higher and they've got trees started. So it's it's a it's a constantly changing battle. That sounds like it'll keep you challenged, right? And as I need that. And I get fishing. bored easily. I, I like that I, challenge. I do, I do too. To be honest with you, so I get where you're coming from. Um, and when you had mentioned how you find in, uh, uh, let's say, blues, that, you know, during the summer at one point, and you're finding them in the same spot in the middle of like winter or whatever, opposite sides. Mm -hmm. I find that to be true a lot when I'm chasing crappie and panfish and stuff, especially panfish. That lake, I don't, I don't. It's not going to happen to a river, but you know, the 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 runoff, uh, weed growth, weed dying, gassing off. Um, water turning over everything for some reason i'm finding that there's um a cycle that's mirrored throughout the year so like you were saying in the summer i'm finding them in the same places i'm finding them in a the winter so that makes total sense yeah. i'm just trying to after while listening to you i was trying to figure out why that would be true in a river and i can't think of anything i'd have to be spend a lot of more time on there but that was real interesting well, to hear one um, thing's for sure if you if you get if you get hung up on just fishing in deep water, you know, because, you know, you can find them there in the summer. You know, you can find them there in the winter. If you're hung up on just that on my river, you're going to have a lot of bad days because there's all those in-between times. Yep. When you got you just got to find them. I mean, and like, for example, right now, it should be really, really deep everywhere I go out there. Uh, right now, the, the river is at, I believe, one foot on the Memphis Gauge, one foot over zero. Okay. Well... One year ago, it was at uh, thirty, like thirty-five point eight. Like right now, this time last year, thirty-five point eight over zero. Uh, two years, two years ago, it was at like thirty-eight point five. Uh, and then a couple, like two, two catfish conferences ago, it was forty-one feet over zero. And here we are, wow. at one foot. 
and one foot. You look up, you can just look up and imagine another 40 feet of water over your head. You're talking about different planets. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's that's a lot of water. Um, mm-hmm. My river, the average depth is four to six feet. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm you know, good. it's pretty much like, like the Tippecanoe River we talked about just up yeah. here by me. So. That that's crazy. Forty feet of water. When I was when I was fishing down south in a uh, uh, Missouri Illinois border, um, I came across a tree. I thought, well, you know, they're going to be tucked up behind there, taking cover, right? I'm pulling behind this huge tree, and it's sixty five deep behind this tree. It, like blew my mind, you know. I, it's un, just unfathomable. Every time anybody mentions that, that's a couple of the things that really come to mind. So, uh, yeah. So you fish a couple of other species. I've seen some pictures of some really nice crappies on your uh, Facebook page. That's true. That's true. Uh, now, I'm going to be straight with you. I'm not a crappie fisherman. I'm not, I have no skill for it, mm-hmm. but I'm a fisherman. And because I fish for catfish, you kind of need to be able to fish for other fish because sometimes they're legal for baits. You know, not always, yep. but sometimes they are. And anything that swims is a bait for, for catfish. So luckily, I am a fisherman and not just a catfishman. But I, I don't have skills for crappie. Um, I did. I have some friends that that help me out with that a little bit, and I'm learning. Um, but I like to learn, so I, I, I'm actually going to start taking up a little bit of sauger fin, from what I've been told. Nice. Never done before. I've caught walleye, never caught a sauger. I so. I'm sorry. Is that a dog I see behind you? Yeah, that's that's, that's that's my bulldog, Coco. You have a bulldog. I have a bulldog. I know. I've seen it. You got a bulldog and a Frenchie too, right? Yep. I've seen pictures yep. of that. Yeah. I'm, I think you've liked some pictures of hers. I'm you might not know. You. I'm sorry. I'm getting Nancy to tell you about a surprise that I have for your viewers. Oh, I, I was kind of holding off on that whole surprise. Here, I got a couple <laughs> questions. I was trying to lead you into it with the crappie question, with the shamalures. Tell me a little bit about your, your relationship with shamalures. Well, um, so is it shamalures? Am I saying that correctly? Well, I don't know what's proper. I say shamalures, but that could shamalures? be wrong. Okay, shamalures. There we go. I say shamalures, um, but I do a lot of a lot of skipjack fishing, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of white bass fishing, and uh, I just I tried some of his jigs for the durability. Because a friend of mine had told me about about the guy that ties them in the jigs mm-hmm. and they were so durable. I, you know, I just, that's just what I was going with. And he was doing all custom stuff at the time. And me being an entrepreneur myself, the thought of having to do a hundred percent custom business on every single phone call, it blew my mind and I couldn't have it. So I just offered to help him name some and put them on my videos. Well, that's spiraled into helping design jigs because I needed some jigs that he wasn't tying at the time. I mean, his quality was world ahead of anything I've ever seen, but I needed some other color. Like, um, there's some places where I can get some skipjack close to home that are strikingly different in color than what everybody catches on the Tennessee River. They have a lot more copper to them, mm-hmm. and at times they have this weird purple while being copper, it's really strange. And I wanted to 
I think part of why they have the copper is is the mud that they are over. They're not in muddy water, but the mud on the bottom that stuck to my anchor told me a story. Okay. And so it, that's that's how I designed, designed the first jig is I wanted to take some of those colors and make a jig around it. And uh, that's how we ended up. The way you can see it. But yeah, I can see okay. a lot of flash, nice chartreuse color. Those are some of my favorites right there. There's a lot of copper. There's a, a little bit of purple. Mm -hmm. And anyhow, um, as it turns out, I don't have to have that color to catch a little skipjack. But when it's cloudy, holy crap, they were amazing. And it just kind of went from there. I started designing a bunch of them. And not all of them have worked, but some of them have. And the ones that worked, we put names to. And I put them in my videos. It helps them sell them. And, of course, now it, you know, we've, we've been doing that for several years. Now he's busy. He's tying. He's, I don't know, he may be sending them all over the world. He does smallmouth jigs and walleye and muskie, white bass and crappie. Mm -hmm. uh, he's had some in some magazines, from what I understand. And he's just a one-man show tying the most durable jigs you've ever seen in your life. They're not cheap, but if you fish for skipjack and you want to go catch a hundred skipjack in a couple of hours, if you're using bass pro jigs that fall apart in 20 skipjack. Yeah. Retying is a problem. <laughs> or re putting yeah. more plastic on and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that I yeah, I just you know, you're not the first person. Uh, you're, you're not the first time that I heard of them. I've heard a lot of good things about them being a little bit involved in the, in the crappie world. So uh, even Lyle Stokes has even mentioned them and, and he's had nothing but good things to say about him. So I just need to get around to, to picking some of those up. Um, well, I get to give some away. That's the exciting thing. See, that's, that's how I was trying to get into this. <laughs> Let me just tell you, he's wanted me to do a giveaway for a while. Okay. And when I found out I was going to do a show called Catfish and Crappie, mm -hmm. well, now it makes sense to talk about jigs because, you know, not everybody that catfish is fishing for skipjack. And, but now we got more reasons because these are great crappie jigs. And, uh, -huh. uh so what I want to do is I want to do this giveaway strictly for your viewers. Okay. And I want to try to invite them to jump over and watch my pre premiere that's going to go on right after we finish this show. Okay. So let me tell you what the win, and I'll tell you how they went. So as you can see, here's a bunch of them. A bunch, bunch, bunch. You're not kidding. Holy smokes. Look at that. When I when I go strictly skipjack fishing, I carry these, okay. And then there's I don't know if you can see behind me. There's a bunch more back. There. I do see stacks behind you. I do. Okay. And at two fifty a jig, that adds up. It right? does. But like I said, they're worth it. Girl. So and then I've got this is like if I'm building if I'm if I'm going to tie rigs, I would consider. Show you a cool looking one here. I would consider this a rig for skipjack. Mm -hmm. Or if it had, say, two jigs on it, it's great for cropping. But if I'm going to tie rigs, then I pull from this. Some of these are production units, and then some of these are not. Okay. okay. They haven't been done yet, or we haven't decided if they work well enough yet. But anyway, so I got a bunch of these here. And what I'm going to give away is whoever wins 
I'm going to build him a box. Okay. Wow. I'm going to build him a box for them. So they'll contact me and they'll tell me what they're fishing for, where they're fishing for it. Like what's their water color, their depth. Uh, and if they're going for crappie, I'll consult my friends who know more than I do. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if it's white bass, skipjack, uh, even largemouth, um, something that I am very schooled in, I'll build them a box based on exactly what they tell me they're fishing. Or if they have a request based on what they've seen in the video, if they just uh -huh. want, like if they want six ninjas or whatever, okay, I'm going to build them a box. If they don't want my pre-tied stuff personally tied by me, then I'll just send them jigs, okay? Okay. But that's what they're going to win. They're going to win a box that's going to set them up for success for whatever they're going after, all from Shamalure jigs. And if I don't have it, Bob will take care of it. That's, that's Shamalure's. Heck yeah. Very good, yeah, Shamalure's. You need to learn how to spell that. You can look him up there we go. Everybody, take a look at that. Check them out online. So, so uh, we talked a little bit about this. You said there was going to be uh, some way for them to get there. Okay, real quick, let me – let me. I should have done a better job of this. After uh, tonight's show here on my channel, um, Quentin has a premiere of – it's a longer video, right? Uh, and it's called Catfish Vacation. Uh, he's doing pure entertainment. Pure entertainment. Okay. There is a, um, a link down in the description directly to that video. So after the show is over, I want you all to head over there and uh, check out the premiere. Now, if you're not uh, familiar with the way a premiere goes, there's going to be a chat in there just like there is here during a live show. So you'll be able to pick up the conversation. And this is where Quentin's going to let you know how to win this awesome prize. Uh, that he's very kind to, to give everybody who's here. And it's only going to be for the people that are here in this chat. So why don't you let them know how to do how they can do that, Quentin? That's right. So hopefully when the premiere starts in, what is that, about 30 minutes from now, something like that, hopefully there'll be a bunch of people in chat interacting uh, with me and everybody else that's in the chat room while we're watching the episode. Mm -hmm. But I want to give this prize specifically to your viewers. So there's going to be a code that they enter in chat. Everybody gets one chance for free to enter. And you've got the code yet? Huh? I can Just barely see that. That, looks, that looks correct to me. All so right. what you guys gotta do is jump over to my video after this is over and get in the chat room. And once everything starts rolling, let's just say it's a few minutes into the video. If you guys would like to win a box from Shamalures, tied by me or straight from Shamalures, whatever it is that you that you want to do, uh, you enter that code and that's your one chance. It's free to everybody that, had, that was in here. Nobody else is going to know about it. If they weren't in this room. That's the purpose of the, of the code, guys. Yep. So, uh, because otherwise, I don't, you know, whoever shows up, I'm not going to know. And I can't just assume that if you were in here, that you made it to my show. So, you know the code. But there's a second way to win. And this one is going to help somebody else, neither of us that are in the room. But And I'm not going to tell the guy's business because that's not my business to tell. But I want to do something for the Cason family. So you can you can enter that code and that's your one free chance. However, if you do a 99 cent super chat, it's got to be 99 cents. If you do a 99 cent super chat, every single 90, 99 cent super chat is an additional chance, an additional, let's just say, ticket in the jar mm -hmm. to, to win. So you, you get your one free one by entering the code. 
Right. If you do a 99 cent super chat, you get another one. If you want to do five 99 cent super chats, do that, but do them off. Don't do a five dollar one. You think I'll got to be 99 cents so you know that's like another secret way to get another drawing, correct? Exactly right. That's and exactly you had right. mentioned this is for uh, Maurice Kaysen, correct? Yep. I'm going to give all of it to Maurice. That's fantastic. Uh, Maurice, uh, there's also, if you guys just want to give to help Maurice's GoFundMe account, I do have his link as well in the description of this video, um, as well as the link to the premiere and the link to Quentin's channel. Quentin, thanks for uh, uh, sharing that that cool prize with 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 the viewers here at Catfish and Grappy. I appreciate it. I know uh, uh, Maurice is going to appreciate it. So uh, after is the Maurice show, get over there. I'm sorry. I don't have pulled up. Is, is Maurice in here? Maurice was in here. I did say hello. Let me take a really quick look. I apologize for ignoring chat, but you and I got into a conversation, which happens once in a while. And uh, let me take a look here, participants. It looks like uh, Maurice might have stepped out. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, I'm sure somebody will let him know that's in contact with Maurice. Oh, Maurice is back in chat. Hopefully Maurice was here. A lot of times if a member in chat is just kind of staying quiet, their name won't show up as a participant. So hopefully, Maurice, why don't you uh, speak up and up? Well, the reason oh. I, I want to find out if Maurice is in here is not so much for the, the giveaway thing. There we thing. go. I Thank you, Quentin. God bless you for Maurice himself. So he did hear that. So, Well, Maurice, the reason I wanted to find out if you were here is if you're interested, I want to see about getting you and your wife out on the river with me for a day of fishing. I don't know how far you are from where I'm at. But we can make it happen if you give me a shout. So let's make that happen. It says, uh, for Android, can it be an even dollar? I don't know what he means by Android. Oh, an Android. I guess, is, is that true, Chad, that an Android does not allow a 99-cent super chat? I don't know. I'll tell you what. Just to make it easy, the answer is yes. We'll, we'll include all 99-cent or $1. And, and $1? That's mm -hmm. fantastic. I did not know that. Thanks for speaking up, Chad. Chad's a good friend of mine here. And Chad, he's always got my back, and he's got everybody else's chat. Um, look at this. Setting hooks and crossing eyes. He gets on some big fish. He's a friend of Jonathan's from uh, Hooked Catfishing. He says Quentin is the man. I, I, I can't uh, disagree with that one bit whatsoever. So uh, cool. We'll, we'll be able to get uh, everybody a cool prize. I do have the notes at the bottom in the scroll. I also have the code here. I'll leave them up for the duration of the interview so you guys can write them down. Uh, it is CC for Catfish Crappie. CCKG, which stands for something else, which uh, you guys are going to have to watch later videos of uh, Quentin's to find out exactly what that means. Correct, Quentin? That's correct. We'll, we'll be letting that the cat out of the bag soon. But I, I'll just, hey, I'll give him a hint, okay? I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be giving to the viewers, so let's give him a hint. All the right. The code is the initials of your show, mm -hmm. and uh, part of it is the initials for for my new channel name and new logo. So maybe some people can start taking some guesses on that. It'd be interesting. And those that, of you that, who already know, because I was talking about this at Catfish Conference last year, don't if you already know, don't play dirty. Don't put it on here. <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that. I've been looking at this name change for a long time. And like I said, last year, I just almost just left the YouTube game. And so I got put off. But um, 
you know what? Last year was a wild year for everybody. And trying to start this year fresh and make a good one out of it. Apparently, Ryan uses the same kind of fishing poles you do. You see how everybody's watching. I yeah. hope somebody noticed those fit. I know Fit Tech's one of your sponsors. I hope they're noticing those Fit Tech Fit Tech buckets behind you. Uh, yep, I'm a I'm a big fan of their nets. That's for sure. Always have been. I mean, if you look at some of my earliest videos, a couple of them were cast net videos using their nets. Actually, yours is probably one of the first cast net videos that I've watched. Yours and Hagen's were ones that I always kind of went back to. So, mega Hagen kudos to you guys for helping me out. Hagen and I are trying to work out doing a collaboration video. We were talking about maybe meeting uh, up near the confluence of the Ohio and the Mississippi River and doing a, a, a collaboration video. That would be fun. You know what? Uh, Hagen was scheduled to do a one versus one fishing challenge with uh, the, everybody calls him the bus driver because he takes everybody to school. Uh, Creole catfishing. Jeremy DeFore, right? And unfortunately, yeah. it was a super cold day in December, and Hagen had some uh, technical difficulties with his boat, so hopefully he's going to get that straightened out, and it might happen sooner than you guys think, so stay tuned. Hopefully, it'll happen real soon. Uh, and I got another like clue to give somebody, or give my listeners while we're giving out clues and stuff, is uh, there's another uh, one versus one fishing tournament coming on on my channel in the upcoming... Uh, I, I, I don't have a date set so i'm not even going to guess at it but there might have something to do with an all chicken as bait and i'm not a big chicken user but these guys are calling each other out want to use just chicken for bait one versus one and they're pretty popular uh youtubers as well so we're gonna sit on that until uh, i get the final word from them maybe the weather straightens out a little bit and uh we'll go from there what's the well, temperature like when you... one versus one chicken wing eating contest and i'm in i'm 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 nobody's got a chance when it comes to that if they're coming up against me man i love me some chicken wings you know i saw <laughs> somebody keeps sending me pictures of chicken wings in private messages and it makes me jealous you guys know who you are in chat so quit it uh georgia fisherman just came in chad nolte welcome welcome um, so we started talking about your trailer behind you that you took to pick up, uh, that smoker craft. You did build that. I saw, I, I saw the, the build video on that, which is another thing. Uh, I bring that up is, um, if, if you guys aren't watching, um, Clinton's videos, he's does everything, man. The guy's a jack of all trades. Uh, everything from tinting the windows on his boat to tint in the windows in his camper right there, I noticed, right? You're not supposed to tell people that. I don't tint boat windows. I get, oh. that, I get that call every week, and I'm like, no, I don't tint windows. And then people who have turned down to tint their boat windows, they see that I tinted my windows. They're like, I thought, I thought you didn't do boats. I don't. <laughs> I do my boat. That's what you tell them. Boats are frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Everything's frustrating on a boat. I don't know how you built one from scratch. That's pretty incredible. Like I said, if you can't if you can't buy it, build it. And yeah. at the time, that was my only option. Mm -hmm. You got to do Very what you got to do. This camper, there's no way I could buy a new truck camper. Truck campers are retarded expensive. Yeah. I mean, a used one is out of my league. But building one, totally different story. It was just uh, you know frustration and mm -hmm. bloody knuckles and you know time. Well, you know what you you know what to do if you need to fix something. That's the best part about building something from scratch. You know it from from stem to stern, top to bottom. So, at least that's what I find myself doing. I just wish I had time to do more of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I, I don't want to forget to bring this up, but that bait the bait station that you have set up on that uh, 
uh, smoker craft years. That's a pretty cool setup. Now, here's here's a silly question. You'll have to forgive me for any ignorance in this question. Do you guys really go through all them weights that you need to have all them in there? You oh, have absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to that. Uh, my, my friend James, he laughs at me every time he's on the boat with me for the size of sinkers that I keep. Um, I'm pretty particular. If, if I'm dead sticking, I want my baits straight. Straight down. I want them exactly where I, where I want them because I, that makes when, sense. I, when I'm dead sticking, I want to be precise. If I mark fish in an exact spot, you want to be five feet in front of them. I want to be five feet in front of them. So, I, well, you know, that I'm makes sense. I thought you were losing that many weights, is why I was oh, asking. No. No, that I get. I but, with the current on the Mississippi, the amount of weight you would need, I, I can definitely get that. We're starting to get a little echo here. I'm going to back off a little bit. Sorry about that, everybody. Okay. So that explains a lot. See, I don't know unless I ask. Quentin, this is why I ask yeah. questions. <laughs> now I keep, um, I keep. So the, when I'm casting, uh, I'm almost always throwing a coin sinker. Mm -hmm. Now, unless I'm, unless I'm using really light tackle for fiddlers, okay. But if I'm fishing for general catfish, which means I really want a big one, right? Mm -hmm. Always casting at least eight ounces and an eight ounce coin sinker. Uh, so I have those coin sinkers on the boat. And then I have some uh, some 16 ounce cannonballs that I smash with a sledgehammer to make them flat because I don't right. have a 16 ounce coin sinker mold. And I'll cast those if I need to in heavy current. But other than that, I have all cannonballs. And I on the boat at any given time, I'll have multiple from one ounce to 32 ounces all the way up so that when I'm suspending baits, I've got the right amount of weight for the current that I'm in. I've talked to a few of the fishermen out there and they were telling me about some of the size of the weights they need to use to keep those baits, you know, like keep them vertical in that, in that kind of current, which makes a lot of sense. You know, I didn't add one and one together to, to figure out that's exactly what you're doing with it, but thanks for clearing that up. Uh, Let's see if we got any questions in chat here. All right, I want to remind everybody that the code on the screen, when you go over to uh, the premiere over on Quinton's channel, Mid-South Outdoors, at least for now, uh, we'll get you an entry. Now, you want them just to enter that in once, correctly? That code be entered once, and then That's additional correct. entries will come with either the $0.99 cents or the $1 Super Chat, correct? That's correct. So if you enter that code more than once, it's not going to help you. If you want additional chances... Do the the ninety nine cent one dollar uh, super chat, and then you can do that as many times as you want. And cool, if you, if you do it a hundred times, then great. A hundred of those super chats go to the, the Casey family. The Perfect. other super chats that may or may not happen for people that aren't in this room, because again, this is only for the people that are, that are viewing your your show tonight. Um, those are going to be separate. I've got something else I'm working on that will get announced when I announce my, my channel name um, okay. to help someone else, but. Hopefully, everybody from, from here tonight is going to go over there and try to win that and help the Casey family. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I'm going to let everybody know in chat that uh, I've donated to the Maurice Casey Fund, not to say anything, but if you don't see me donating 99 cents, it's because I really don't want to take an opportunity for somebody to win that awesome prize. So uh, I'll, I'll either give him some more on the side or – or uh, uh, we'll be good, and I won't even enter in the code. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't. Uh, if you guys want to win that that whole that that box that kit of those uh, jigs, I, I'd say you get in there. So yeah, well, we don't know what they'll choose, 
but I had this here just to say you've got options, and I'm going to build a lot, a lot of options. I'm going to make a, a, I'll make a suggestion to anybody that wins. Do I black have a suggestion? No, my, I'm going to make a suggestion. Black yeah. and chartreuse. <laughs> you can't go wrong so, with those. It's my go-to. Also, people are going to wonder, when will I draw? But we don't know how many people are going to participate, and I'll be active. I, you know, I won't be able to log that while the premiere is going on. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to take care of it afterwards. And I think I'd really just, since it's your viewers, I'll let you announce it on your channel, make your next show or something like that. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Maybe we'll announce it uh, uh, next. Well, you you let me know, and we'll announce it on the following Friday after you let me know. I'll announce the winner. Uh, maybe if you have time, you could pop in and announce it yourself just for a couple of minutes. That would be fantastic, too. Sounds good. And I don't know how many people we have in chat tonight, but I don't have chat up. So if there's been people asking stuff or saying stuff, I'm not ignoring you. I just don't see it. Okay, I, sh- I should have mentioned that uh, to everybody. So uh, everybody says, say hello to <laughs> to Quentin, and Quentin says hello back to everybody. So uh, there's a lot of excitement going on in chat, so it's pretty good. Um, basically, what we're going to do is uh, uh, we got a few more minutes uh, before Quentin has to head over to his premiere because he wants to be there to greet his viewers, uh, which makes total sense. Uh, but in Till then, I need to make a couple of announcements. I hope you don't mind, uh, Quentin. Tomorrow on my channel, we're doing the one versus one. Actually, it's going to be team versus team. I need to announce this again. Um, it's Roger and Chad versus Norm and the J-Dog. Jason actually likes calling himself the J-Dog, which is cool. What time is that happen? Tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Here's another thing you might not know. Um, there's a thing where over on... On Eastern Time, they call Flathead Shovelhead for some reason. And yeah. I always thought Shovelhead is a type of sturgeon. So we call that time zone Shovelhead Time, and this time zone <laughs> Flathead Time. So 8, 8, 8 a.m. Flathead Time, it's a five-hour, one team versus one team on my channel. It should be a lot of fun. They're fishing the Ohio River. Please tune in. I also want to remind everybody in chat again to head over to Quinton's channel, the premiere. The uh, link is in my description. If you have a hard time finding the actual uh, uh, premiere link, it's the link directly to the premiere catfish vacation. Correct. I didn't get that wrong. It's a V catfish vacation. That's the title. V catfish vacation. Check it out. It's a little longer of a video, which makes it great. This way you don't have to waste time watching worthless uh, television, which is worthless these days. You know, I just got rid of my TV. We were talking about that, but let's not get sidetracked. That happens to me a lot. Let's tell them um, what they can expect in that video. Sure. Go ahead. I haven't seen they it yet, be- so I'm surprised too. They can expect a really honest portrayal uh, of a man who spent weeks working way too many hours and way too many projects who has been dealing with the pandemic like everybody else who got audited this year, who had major home repair issues to deal with, um, had some health and wellness issues. I mean, just a crazy year, very little time to fish, who finally got to go out for two days and let it all out. And it was a really cool trip. And hopefully what I accomplished with the, with the video was sharing the need for that trip and just sharing the view. And hopefully it brings some people uh, who, who love to fish the same calm it did me. If that makes sense. 
that's what I went for in the video. We'll see. That makes more sense than you know. And this, uh, uh, in the age of quarantine and pandemic, I bet you a lot of people will be able to relate with that. Um, so, uh, let's see, we're at 748. I want, I know you're going to head over there to, uh, um, greet your viewers. I want to thank you for your, your time, Quentin. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time. You've been an awesome guest. Thank you for sharing some information about your channel, your video and offering the great prize in support of my channel and Maurice's, uh, GoFundMe. That's perfect. Uh, once again, the link to, uh, uh, pardon me <clears throat> to Quentin's video, mid south outdoors the catfish vacation is in the description please go check it out i won't be hurt if you leave here a couple of minutes early people in chat i can understand wanting to get a seat get your code in and start making those 99 cent or one dollar donations if you're one of those android users what's an android user chad <laughs> android. <laughs> so uh uh, enjoy that. Again, thank you. Uh, I'm going to say hello to a couple more guys, so if you need to head out and go greet those people, that'd be fantastic. Okay, well, thanks for having me on. I really did have a good time. It's and been a pleasure. It kind of quick, so we got to do it again. I, 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 would, I would love that. And you know what? Let me know if you want to call anybody out. I'll think about that. Think well, about that. Wing, Let me know. The chicken wing contest or the fishing contest? Did I get to choose? The fishing contest. <laughs> the oh, chicken okay. wing contest could get too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good All time. Right, Quentin. Yeah. Thank you very much, my yeah. friend. Have a great one. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, uh, being here tonight. I hope everybody heads over to Quentin's uh, channel to watch the video, like I said, again and again and again. I guess you have to do that in a... Uh, YouTube uh, links in the description. Uh, also, if you uh, haven't liked, please like this video. That would be awesome. Likes are free. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, uh, please subscribe. I'd really like it. Tune in tomorrow for the uh, team versus team fishing uh, uh, tournament. I appreciate it. Um, we'll see you in the morning. And uh, I will probably see you over in uh, uh, Quentin's chat. So uh, have a good night. Uh, best wishes. Stay safe and stay warm, man. It's like eight degrees here right now. That's insane. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.